You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Hello and welcome to another Batuta Advocate Weekly News Bulletin. My name is Errol Parker and joining me this week is just Wendell Hussey. Wendell, how are you? Mate, I'm alright. I'm not too bad. How are you travelling, Errol? Uh, a lot better than Clancy, mate. I hear he's dying of alcohol poisoning in his bed, so uh, I guess we should uh, should kick this along, mate. Let's get this uh, let's get this news bulletin rolling. Yeah, we're all thinking of him. We're going to start off with a story from our glorious home state, and dumb redneck Queenslanders have somehow managed to crash the outbreak in seven days. Yes, Wendell, they have. The uh, self-indulgent, sanctimonious people of our fine state's southeast corner have somehow crushed an outbreak of the super spicy cough despite historically being branded dumb rednecks by the denizens of the diseased south. This comes after the pangolins' wrath jumped the fence down in Indrapilly the week before last and concerns grew that the River City was going to see a widespread outbreak of the Sydney sneeze. However, somehow they've avoided it. Yeah, the Deputy Premier of Queensland, Stephen, with a V, Miles, told our reporters, I thought we were fucked, hey, but yeah, nah, we've come good. Yeah, like, I was a bit nervous, like how those clowns down in Cough South Wales reckon we're all just a bunch of dumb fucks who sit around all day doing fuck all. But yeah, I reckon there's a bit of egg on their face today. Yes, Wendell, there's a lot of egg on the face of every New South Wales leader, except, of course, for Dr Kerry Chan, who's gone missing in recent days. Hopefully, Gladys and Brad, the breakfast sausage in a suit hazard, haven't banished her from the media because of her raw and honest answers to reporters. Yes, indeed. Moving along to some more local news that has a slightly national twinge, and a Hillsong mate has come out to reveal that he doesn't read the news, he reckons. A little bit hard to believe, isn't it, Errol? Indeed it was, Wendell. This tale follows the story of Rocco, a close friend from footy who manages to remain one of the most popular members of the club, despite his religious disdain for the lifestyles of many of his teammates. And as it turns out, Rocco hasn't been reading the news recently. Yeah, apparently it means he's not abreast of certain issues, such as the fact that the New South Wales government stole vaccines from places like Walgett, then gave them the virus in return, and that Hillsong founder Brian Houston was charged over allegedly hiding the child sex crimes committed by his father from the police. Yes, Wendelay, truly disgusting human being he is, if he's guilty, of course. Yeah, all allegations. But yeah, outside of the daily case number updates, Rocco has no idea about what's happening in the news, he says. Yes, once again, Wendell, I find that hard to believe, but we must move on. We will move on indeed. And elsewhere around Batuta, a local woman has started hearing wedding bells after a hunky new man packs on a few kilos. Bit of a change of pace here. This is quite a lovely story, actually. It's about local woman Meg Thompson, who had met her boyfriend Thomas for the first time and been instantly wooed by his charm and good looks. And admittedly, she did feel a little bit confused when his head had swiveled her way. Now, it wasn't that because Meg was, you know, bad looking or even considered average, but her love of carbs did contrast a little bit too sharply in comparison to Thomas's ripped physique, which was a result of CrossFit six days a week. This twinge of insecurity has left Meg feeling irrationally guilty about not hitting the gym and being paranoid that onlookers couldn't help but comment that she was obviously punching above her weight. And that was a silly notion that fails to take into consideration the traits that are actually more important, such as personality, morals, or whether they have personalised plates on their car. 
Yeah, it's a tale as old as time itself. It was later revealed that Thomas did eventually gain a few kilos in the stomach region, though Meg insists that has absolutely nothing to do with her making him loaded nachos for dinner every night. <laughs> Funny to think that Clancy's been through that cycle, what is it, four or five times now? I think it is five. Uh, Errol, rinse and repeat. And if you are wondering where he is, he is, as mentioned before, he is currently at home with alcohol poisoning. So if you're listening, boss, we do hope you feel better. Getting into some political news now, and Scotty has come out to say, just get your jabs and we'll talk cash later. I swear, I'm good for it, lad. Yeah, look, I was a bit confused by this one. I mean, if you haven't seen the accompanying photo with this article, it shows the Prime Minister in a Nautica bucket hat with a few earrings. I know that the Prime Minister has been trying to rough up his image for the past 20 years, but I think it's just taking things a bit overboard. I think you're showing your age a little bit here, Errol. Anyway, as more and more of his close associates get charged for either committing or concealing evidence of sex crimes by the day, Scotty from marketing is starting to think giving working Australians a bit of free cash might result in the good press he so desperately needs. Well, well, I might be old, Wendell, but at least I got to see Fleetwood Mac live in Kowloon while I white-knuckled my way through the set high on the most powerful chimp this side of Causeway Bay. Uh, shout out to our Hong Kong listeners. Hopefully see you soon, but back to the story. That Fleetwood, um, Mac, that's, Fleetwood Mac, that's the one from the TikToks, isn't it, Errol? The, yep, the yep, guy skateboarding? Yep. yep, the Prime Minister had previously slammed a Labour Party plan to give Australians a $300 jab incentive payment in a bid to avoid lockdowns and boost struggling businesses. Certainly sounds like quite a story there in Hong Kong, but it does sound like a better one than that other one of yours about administering Narcan to John Howard the night John Aloisi got us into the World Cup. Sounded like quite a wild night. Anyway, Mr Morrison said that rather than pay Australians off, he would pay a GP to sit down with them and alleviate their fears because it goes against his core political ideologies to give money to people who aren't likely to vote for him. Yes, the uh, GPs really are the unsung, underpaid heroes of suburbia, aren't they? No comment, Errol. I will not say anything about that. No, well, I think that's all we've got time for this week. We've, uh, we've, we've raced through them, Wendell. And until next week, I just wish all of our listeners a, a happy weekend and I uh, hope that you win Powerball next week. And to that bloke who won Powerball this week, good on you, but fucking hell, mate. That's a lot of money. I uh, hope he spends it wisely. Yes, yeah, stay safe, stay sanitized, and go well out there. We'll be back again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.